0: Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast.
1: The Vancouver Boys are the most entertaining sports cast in British Columbia. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Woo!
0: Hey, and welcome to episode 75 of the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I will be your host this week, Jake Jude, and I am joined this week by Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? and Alex Smith. Hello. The unpaid intern. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, Tyler's not joining us this week as he's feeling under the weather, not feeling great this week. But that's okay. Get better, Tyler. Yeah. LTIR. Exactly. Trade him. <laughs> Should throw him on the LTIR for a bit. He'll get back though.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think he's actually ill though. You think he's lying? No, I think he's sick. What <laughs> <laughs> was that? I don't know. <laughs> i don't know i thought we needed some life in this podcast trevor Ziegris
2: on the podcast today
1: (laughs) Man, that is something he would do isn't it Ah. i'm sure tyler would be blushing if he heard you say that (laughs) tyler you're (laughs) 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 sick man what an awful start yeah well i mean stick around it gets worse from here (laughs) this is the last episode of season two that's crazy and on episode 75 too it just
0: feels momentous Yeah, yeah Fits nicely. I think this is also episode like 45 of season two because we missed a couple in the summer.
1: Yes, that's right. We did.
0: So it's just everything wraps up nicely in a bit of a bow. So we'll we'll Uh, get ready to untangle that next week. (laughs) Yeah. Season three is going to be pretty off the rails as they usually are when all four of us are together. But next week's going to be a lot of fun. But before we get to that, let's uh, let's get through this episode and let's start it the way we always do with a fake sponsor. Marcus,
1: take it away. All right, well, just to remind our listeners that our fake sponsor is only a joke because we have a real sponsor now. So first of all, thank you to Beaver Buzz Energy for supporting the boys. We are all beaver Buzzin' at Vancouver Boys Studios. I still They still have not sent me a script, and until so they do, that's, that's what I'm going to keep saying. <laughs> anyway, now to our fake. That, that was our real sponsor, to clarify. Believe yes. it or not, that was our real sponsor. So now over to the fake sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by Mullets. Much like Scorch, the mascot, went away, then came back because people forgot how bad they were. Mullets. I want mine back. (laughs) 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 Is that a subtle Billy Ray Cyrus nod? You thought it was subtle? (laughs) (laughs) That is the only song of his that I have genuinely downloaded on my phone. I can't say
2: I've downloaded any Billy
1: Ray Cyrus. Whoa, what about
2: Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus? Okay, yeah, yeah
1: okay, no, no. Yeah. So I have, I have two, technically three, because I have the one with just Billy Ray Cyrus and is it Lil Nas? Is that how you say it? Lil Nas X. Are you, you. Some people say the X, and some people don't. From what I've understood,
2: oh, I don't know.
1: I'm, I'm not a big Lil Nas X guy. But then there's the other version that has, uh, what's his, his name in it? The yodeling kid. No. Yes, the yodeling Walmart kid. Yeah. But then there's another guy that's featured on it, too. It's a rapper, and you were surprised. A rapper? To... Yeah. It's like Young Thug or something. Young Thug was on Old no Town Road. Young Thug was on that.
0: there's <laughs> no way. I know that there was also a version where some, like, Korean K-pop band jumped
1: on it, too. Uh, Billy Rosiris, Young Thug, and Mason Ramsey. Really? Really? Yeah, I gotta listen to that. You know what? I remember I played it for you once too, Jake, and you were even saying you're like, "This does not sound like Young Thug." Oh, I'm even shocked that I came up with that name, that I yeah. pulled it out of my ass. But I, I just checked that. That's actually. Can him. you
0: name any song by Young Thug?
1: Old Town Road. <laughs> 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 That's about where that is. I am yeah. not a rap guy no. at all. No, not a rap guy. Well, <laughs> yeah, probably not. No. Big, co- big country guy. Yeah. Any like, good
0: country music out lately? What have you
1: been listening to? Warren Ziders. Yeah. <laughs> There's a name no one else is going to know. That, that doesn't mean. sound like a country guy.
0: Basically. Co- what? what? Dude, that is Zider? the most country name. Yeah.
2: Zider. Ziders. Yeah, that doesn't sound very country. It sounds like
0: cider. Countries like Moritz what, cider. What is, it? <laughs> what is a country sounding name then?
2: I don't know. Like Chad Chadson. <laughs> yeah. Cooper. Something Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> Brian Lukeson. <laughs> yeah, Luke. Anybody named Luke
0: yeah. is country. <laughs> oh, For me, like the, 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 the staple country guy name is
1: always going to be Chris Stapleton. Aha. That's the staple name. Is the, it? The, the one that's like the, the focal point of country music artists. And you build out from there. For those of you who want to stop listening to us talk about country music, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of you. <laughs> I'm l- one of them. Listen to the song... Blow by Chris Stapleton, <laughs> Ed Sheeran <laughs> and Bruno Mars. It's a weird mashup. It's actually a rock song, but it's, it's really good. And I bet a lot of you haven't heard it because it's yeah. not popular, but it's really good. So look it up.
0: Yeah. Ed Sheeran did this thing called the, uh, collaboration project.
1: That's right. Yeah. In
0: 2019. And there's yeah. some really weird songs on there, but then other ones that are really good. Yeah, Blow is one of them.
1: I found out about that song while we were building this podcast desk that we're recording on. Really? Yeah, Tyler was blaring it in his driveway while we were staining all this wood black. And yeah. it, it, I remember that song played like three times. i was like, this is good. Who is it? When he told me, I didn't believe him. Because it doesn't sound like either of those three, really. But it's them. Gotta love Tyler for telling you that. Yes. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah, Who Way it, to go, Tyler. Because it definitely wasn't me. Yeah, no. Wait, oh was it you? Yes. Oh, I thought it was Tyler's playlist. <laughs> oh, no, that was me. Oh. Yeah. I just ident- I guess it was at his house, so yeah. I thought it was his music, uh, whatever. But, anyway, I mean, so hockey. Yes, right. <laughs> was that Let's mascot that. real? Huh? Which the Calgary, Scorch? Yeah. Yeah. Is he coming back? Okay, yeah, so right. I guess I should get into the whole yeah. joke there. For yes. those of you who don't know, Scorch the mascot is or was and now is again Calgary's AHL affiliate's mascot. Uh oh. now here's the thing. So Scorch is basically a flame that is wait, his what he looks like he looks like fire. a fire burger king oh. mascot as weird <laughs> well, as it wait, sounds wait what i don't know I, just, I don't i don't know if i see that
2: when i saw that it reminded me of like a 90s burger king commercial Okay, you, you
1: brought me back in with the 90s. Okay. I still yeah.
0: have not seen what this guy looks like. Because okay, for me, the Calgary Flames mascot is, I think, Harvey the dog.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's Harvey, but I know I can visualize. Yeah, that yeah. It has the tongue, right? Didn't a coach yes. rip it out of his mouth? Yeah, that's right. That's like my most yeah, memorable yeah. thing with it. Was he was <laughs> yeah. like taunting the opposing team's bench. The coach I think it was re- Tortorella. No, it was I it? think it might have been torn tortor- around <laughs> and grabbed his tongue and ripped and it out. Some angry I coach do remember that. Though, yeah, though. reached over the glass and grabbed the like felt loosely attached tongue in his mouth and just yanked on it. But the tongue is like it had like the density of a fruit roll up and he just <laughs> ripped it out of the out of the mascot's tongue. Oh, God. This is what he looks like. Yeah. Is, is his head
0: a hockey puck? I don't I so, know. Yeah. This is awful. Why would they bring this back? It's
1: kind of funny. It's not funny. It's awful. So it gets worse because the, the mascot, it, it's like, a, okay, I get the idea. Like their whole thing is like fire and whatever. That's their brand. And they said that he is the sole surviving flame of a great fire that happened in the past. And I, I don't have all the details on me. Okay. Now this, this is fine, but the problem was how they released the mascot. Because originally this mascot lasted five days. In 2014,
0: well, I see that he has the uh, the Atlanta Flames logo on his helmet or whatever he's wearing.
1: Oh, did he? Yeah, is he? Oh, from, I didn't even know that. Is he from Atlanta or is he from Calgary? Well, he's from Calgary. They huh. they assigned him to their minor league team in 2014, which, where again he lasted five days before being just thrown out completely. Yeah. So what happened? What the reason he got thrown out so quickly was they did a promotional video to you know say, oh, we have a new mascot. And the problem was they were out in like a forest and they were, I guess, making some nod to a forest fire. Mm. And they had the mascot in a cartoonish fashion, kill a firefighter. What? And this (laughs) is looking at the
2: photo right now. It's really bad.
1: It's like, I haven't seen the video, but the photo is not good. It is just like. The mascot celebrating and a dead face down firefighter in the woods. What part of this did they think was a good idea? Yeah, so obviously it was just like a publicity stunt. It was, you know, like a video, whatever, that I guess they drew up on the drawing board and thought, oh, that'll be funny. Mm -hmm. The internet's reaction was anything but. They found it very distasteful, very disrespectful to firefighters who commonly just put their lives on the line for us. And uh, so he was canceled five days after his... Inception into yeah. the hockey world. They are now, on a trial basis, bringing him back. And it seems like he will be spending some time with their AHL team and will make a few NHL appearances. Wow. So what this means, we don't know, but they have brought him back.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds for, what is it, Scorchy? Scorch. Scorch? Scorch? Yeah. Scorch is back. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds for Scorch the mascot. I would imagine it couldn't get much worse than being canceled five days after his inception, so we shall see what happens. Until then, though, we've got some Canucks news to cover. Marcus, why don't you, uh, you dive into the world of what's been going on with the Canucks in the last week?
1: Okay, well, uh, obviously the big thing has been roster cuts. We're getting to that point in the preseason where we're deciding, okay, who's going to go to Abbotsford? Who's going to go maybe even to the ECHL? Who's going to end up where, right? Who's making the team? And we still don't obviously have a final roster, but one thing that's catching a lot of eyes is that there's still a good chance that Mikheyev and Besser will both be out for the starting game of the season. Mm -hmm. So that leaves two forward spots up for grabs that normally wouldn't be. The odd thing to me is still that there's debate that Nils Hoaglander could end up in the AHL because I can think of a few forwards on our team that I think he's more talented than, but what people forget is that he can't play really on a fourth line. He has to be a top-nine player. So if there's no spot up there, there's no spot at all. Here's, here's what I don't understand,
0: and I think this might actually just be my ignorance. It might not be uh, anything else It probably else but that. is. Why good great joke. Uh why in the world do we insist on leaving guys in at the NHL level who we know are far less capable than AHL level players. And and I'm speaking directly about Tyler Myers and Jason Dickinson. Like th- okay. Those are the
1: two in particular that I'm I would throw about. Tanner Pearson in that conversation as well. I yeah. know a lot of
0: people won't, but personally,
1: I don't, okay. I don't right. like his play style,
0: right? Like, what is the point of keeping these guys with the NHL club, taking up that roster spot when you know that there, there's
2: no way they should be there, right? How bad does it look to put some guy that's making six mil on your AHL team? Again, like if he, if you want to field the best
0: roster
1: you can, who cares? Yeah, I, I'm in that boat. I think a lot of it comes down to GMs. There's a few things. One, GMs not wanting to admit they made a mistake, yeah. right? That's a lot of why I think Jim Benning didn't do that more often. Mm-hmm. Louis Erickson wasn't a healthy scratch until his final season here. Yeah, That is mental because he spent the last three years he was here doing nothing, mm-hmm. right? But he's still on the ice every night. But that, that's one thing. The other thing is, I think, trade value. Once you send a guy down, you just plummet their value immediately. Even if their value is already nothing, you make yeah. it worse, yeah, right? that's true. Right now, heres I think they are trying to trade Tanner Pearson. There's no actual evidence of that right now, but I believe it's true because he's on the first line. Tanner Pearson, like, this is the deepest our forwards yeah. has been since probably close to 2011, and Tanner Pearson is on our first line. That, to me, says nothing but inflated trade value. Yeah. Right, they put him on the third line, or hell, even if they do send him down, what's he worth then? Right now, he, he's no longer a first liner in the eight, or in the NHL. He's a minor leaguer, mm-hmm. right? I would say the same with Dickinson. I would say the same with Tyler Myers. There's a lot of guys that I could make that case for. And then, of course, it's a money problem too, because then you just have six mils sitting in the minors.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, is there anybody right now that is that has been cut? Um, that you guys would take over Tyler
1: Myers in the NHL right now Jack Rathbone uh Chris I can't say this guy's name Christian woolllenen wool yeah, Wollinen. yeah you okay. got okay yeah that was it yeah but would you take Jack Rathbone to play third line defense not so much that's I, what I mean that's the thing like Rathbone is another guy kind of like Hoaglander how I said Hoaglander can't play the fourth line I feel like Rathbone can't be a bottom pair defenseman like he yeah. has to be in the in the top four. But that's why I would say I think there's more of an opening for a guy like Brady Keeper, who we were talking about really impressed us during training camp Mm -hmm. and has looked really good in preseason. Yet we waived him, right? Luckily, he cleared and he'll be an option for the rest of the season. But yeah, I like his play a lot more than Myers from the limited time I've seen him.
0: Yeah, I think it's just the fact that like this Canucks team has a really weird pool of defensemen where it's like, they have a lot of defensemen that you want to see get a lot of ice time, but then they don't really have a lot of defensemen that can just kind of like support those guys. And also the level of defensemen they have that need those top line minutes aren't as high as they need to be. They just, they they're completely out of veteran solid defensive options. And like, that's what makes a a solid decor solid is having strong, dependable uh, defensive options. And I know Alex, you brought this up earlier on in the off season, Um, that a player that would have been perfect in Vancouver. And that was Ryan McDonough. And so it's like a player like that, or, a, you know, an, an older veteran presence, even like if they had been able to get Brent Burns, you know, like a player like that to just I, bring but that in, contract. I, I'm just yeah, saying like, like, player well, like style. you know, yeah, yeah. like you, same the same contracts, thing. just the guy. Exactly. Same thing with McDonough. They never would have brought him in on, under his contract either, but just like an older, you know, proven defensemen, they don't have any of that, right? They don't have a
2: leader on defense. They have none of that. No, they don't. And that Quinn Hughes is too young to be the leader. Oliver Ekman Larson
1: just isn't a a
2: leader, I don't think.
1: I I would say in the locker room he is, not so much on the ice, Mm. but in the locker room I think. I mean, yes, it was the Coyotes, but he was the captain like two years ago, and he was for a long time. They just don't have any identity on the defensive
2: end. Right now, like, what are we... <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm editing this later, and I'm keeping it in. What? We just
1: watched... In, in, this is the preseason game in Abbotsford. I just watched Tyler Myers oh, Tyler try Myers. to take a shot. And and he... Okay, so we had a delayed penalty like that was going for us. So we were bringing an extra man on the ice. Tyler Myers has time, space, and unfortunately, the puck. And he goes in to take a shot. And just eats shit for no reason. I don't know what he trips on. I, I have no idea what happens. And I really want to see... They're just showing the replay now. And unfortunately, he's... <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he literally trips on thin air. Just, well, he better get used nothing. to that
0: ice because he's going to be playing on it a lot this year.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. God. Oh, my God. That, that This guy horrendous. is an absolute nope. car okay, tune. Garland and... Doesn't matter. Oh, oh! Connor Garland, the garbage man. That's what I call Garland. He's the garbage man. He's always just like right there, ready to pick up the garbage. Tyler Myers (laughs) is an absolute cartoon. (laughs) Why did that make you laugh so much? It's true. I call him the garbage man because
2: he's just there to pick up garbage. No, the garbage. Oh, yeah, the garbage.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the garbage being the pucks in front of the net, or in this case, sitting behind the goalie. How much are we paying Garland? Not Five.
2: enough. Five. Five. Yeah. Jesus
1: Christ. It's, yeah. I don't know. I think that's fair for Garland. He's he's, he's a playing. very productive... Put it this way. He's going to be playing third line.
0: No way. No. He'll, he'll, be, he'll no. be second. You think
1: second line? Yeah. With who? Uh, Patterson, probably, maybe.
0: No. That Patterson line is pretty much set. I think he'll be playing with Horvat for the whole season.
1: And there's no way Horvat's playing third line. Yeah, that's true. The, the thing is, though, Horvat also needs someone creative. Because as much as I like Horvat's playing style... He's not creative. He doesn't do a lot with the puck. He can shoot, but that that's... I mean, he can skate okay, but he doesn't have the best hands. Fuck. Oh, well, that was quick. Yep. Guys,
0: none of this is going to be usable. Oh, I, I can use it. No, use no it. one's going to want to listen to us react to a preseason game. Well,
1: that, that's not the whole episode. That's just the last couple minutes. That's fine. We've aired much worse. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Edmonton tied it up. It's 3-3 now. Man, that Myers thing was just ridiculous. Yeah, was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) He actually fell on nothing. I don't even remember what I was talking about. That just
0: threw me for the Uh, (laughs) lead. Well, you could probably leave in the Myers stuff, but everything else, like the whole Garland thing and all that. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll find
1: a clean cut for that.
0: Also, I wanted to say something about the Myers thing. Okay. Myers is an absolute cartoon, man. (laughs) Like, I cannot believe this guy has an NHL contract. He can't do anything.
2: Yeah, Tyler Myers, I don't know. I don't know how he gets paid this much. I don't know how he gets time on ice. I don't know how he gets on the ice in the first place. Uh, I think he's just a big goof. A goof indeed.
3: What a goof!
0: That's right. Welcome to my segment. This is my part of the show called The Biggest Goof of the Week. This is where I go to find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. I bring up that story with the guys, and we have a little chat about it. And this week... The biggest goof of the week is uh, a little bit different as this story uh, comes from, uh, it's from basketball and it isn't as much of a story as it is just someone that's going viral in in the basketball community and they're going viral because of their name. See, the name of this basketball player is Steve. Ho you fat. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs)
1: I <laughs> joke you not. It is spelt exactly as you would imagine. H oh, O wow. sp- So it's not even like combined no, words. It's like no, it three words. Ho,
0: you, fat. Yes. Oh. And a French basketball player at that, which these are, none of these are French words. So <laughs> I'm very confused. But yeah, this player has been going viral and of course been made the mock, uh, the, to being made a mock of by the entire internet community uh honestly like i don't understand why (laughs) he i mean if this is his real name sure no no disrespect but i would what do you mean if it's his real name you think he just made it up well no yeah i think he probably changed his name like meta world peace he used to be well you
2: think he was in like grade three he was like ha 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 this is funny
0: no like i would imagine he probably changed his name within the last few years but like why? i don't know there's no way
2: that's his real name. I don't know. I went to middle school with a guy whose name was uh, Hugo Butt.
1: Yeah, he was in my... Uh, you went to school with him too? Well, I uh, guess in middle school, yeah. yeah. In middle school. Yeah, he was in grade eight when you would have been in grade six, right? Yeah. Because he was my age. He was in my like socials 11 yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. I remember Hugo. <laughs> he was a weird guy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he, there's no chance he listens to this. No, don't okay, care. Right. He's sweating there. Yeah, no, he... I don't uh, think so. Uh, yeah. Um, Weird story about Hugo. I bumped into him when they opened the SkyTrain line to Coquitlam. mm -hmm. And on the first day, I just went to ride it because I had nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. So I went to check it out. Yeah. And he was there on the platform and he recognized me. He was like, hey, Marcus. I was like, oh, I haven't talked to you once ever, I don't think. (laughs) But he he wanted to have a conversation. So we talked for a couple minutes. Just, oh, what are you up to? Mm -hmm. And then the mayor of Coquitlam kind of walked by, like behind Mm -hmm. us. And he's like, you know, that's the mayor, whatever. Hugo chased this guy like he was the biggest celebrity he'd ever seen Mm. and i had like a million questions for him like (laughs) oh my like i thought he was gonna ask for his autograph or something (laughs) was like whoa dude like i don't know it was funny but shout out to hugo butt haven't seen you in a while buddy. (laughs) um
2: okay speaking of french basketball okay uh, I showed Marcus the How video. Can the, oh, right. There is that another guy, story. Yeah.
1: Man, what a weird. <laughs> <Yeah. thing. laughs> <Yeah>. It's very <laughs> random. But yeah. yeah. It's very exciting week in a, French basketball.
2: Jake, have you heard of uh, Victor Weninbanga or something like that? <laughs> uh, no, I have not. <laughs> okay. Search him up. <laughs> He's supposed to be the number one overall pick for this year's N- uh, uh, NBA draft. He's like 7'3". He looks like an alien. He oh, yeah. Is it's so mental. fucking tall. Victor Weninbanga? Wenbanyanga? Wenben like Benyama.
1: Yeah. Wen Bang and Ho You fat <laughs> what Victor
2: Wenyin Bama? Victor
1: Wen, just search up <laughs> just search up uh twenty twenty
2: three number one overall. Okay, pick. no, I, I I do I have it? Jeez how many Victor
0: Wenyin Bamas can there be?
1: I would think if you spell something even remotely resembling yeah. that, it should yeah. come up. There shouldn't be a lot of options. I don't here. know. It doesn't look that odd to me. I saw the video of him walking, it's crazy. Walking? Oh yeah, his wrists come down almost to his knees. Oh wow. He Other is human beings come up seven, to his waist.
0: Seven four.
2: Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. This is the
0: lankiest guy. Okay, I see what you mean by alien. He just looks yeah. so
2: lanky. I'll see if I can find the video of him yeah. walking with like people who are like probably like six foot. It's yes. yeah. insane.
1: He's walking around with like a press team or something, yeah. and like their heads come up to his waist. It is just bizarre.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a praying mantis. His limbs are just so long. That's a good
1: way to describe that. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that is what he looks like.
0: We'll uh, we'll put a picture of him up on our Instagram story.
2: What's oh, that guy's sure. name? Ho fuck me!
1: What? The-
3: <laughs> Steve oh, ho-, ho, you fat? fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Goofy guy, goofy guy. Yes, yeah, the biggest.
1: His goofy first name Steve. <laughs> 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 that makes it weirder. Yeah. Also, hey.
0: his name Steve isn't spelt the normal way.
1: Okay, no, now we're back to. Being Is it P H?
0: <laughs> no, it's S T E E V E N. There's two E's
1: there's f- together. There's so there's, there's three
0: total. There's four.
1: Four S T E E V E N. That's three. E. There's an E at the <laughs> end. Well, that's what I said. Fuck? Yeah. S T E E V E. N E. Yeah. that's almost at more goofy than his last name that sounds like a postal code <laughs> that sounds like a license plate <laughs> yeah it does he's trying to win scrabble yeah. steve.
0: steve steven anyway i thought
1: E's were worth worth the least in scrabble yeah but he's just getting tiles out there <laughs> i don't actually know how the game works i've just heard i love scrabble i would never play against anyone in that game i would lose
0: Steve Ho U Fat. Biggest goof of the week. For, I mean, if it's his real name, though, I'll feel kind of bad because, you know, you can't. It's really 100% his
2: that.
1: real name. There's no way. It 100% is. The, I love how I skeptical you are of it, man, but that's his, that's his name.
0: There's no way that's his real name. Ho you Fat, spelled H yeah. O space
1: Y O U space F A T. Do you guys ever see that? Um, news story where the it's an an asian airline plane like goes down and okay sorry i gotta are we talking about
0: planes again no no no
1: but a little bit but no so there was this uh news channel that did a story on a plane crash and an ex-employee that got fired submitted like a list of names to like help with the story but he was basically pranking them. Oh yeah I've heard this. And it was all the, the, oh, the names of the pilots involved in the whatever Malaysia flight something or other crash mm-hmm. and uh, the names of the pilot are Holy Fook We Too Low yeah. and Ding Bang Owl. Yeah there's there's <laughs> five of them in total. Was there five names? Yeah, there was five names. I thought it was three or four. Okay, I I I remember there were five. There was. um, I just remember Holy Fook, We Too Low, and Ding Bang Owl.
0: Sorry, there were four. There are four. You're forgetting. So wait, you said We Too Low, Holy Fook, and And Ding 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 Bang 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 Owl. You're missing the captain, Some Ting Wong.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, that's brutal.
0: Yeah, I love that story too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. There's your biggest goof of the week.
1: Yes. You know what else is goofy? The Predators. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You looked at me we like you We talked about this. I way. said, don't yeah, chirp okay. the pre-. <laughs> You said once you told your story. Yeah, once story, you bring it up. Yeah, you haven't brought anything up yet. Yeah.
2: Right. No, let's it's get it Fair it up. game uh, right now. Uh, Duchesne, crap. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Turris, crap. Kyle Turris, you
3: play for the team anymore.
0: Yeah,
2: because he's too good for the team. Um, he got bought out. <laughs> uh, who else is on there? At home, he's pretty decent. Actually, yeah, I'll give it to you. Wow, Becca Rene, crap. Doesn't play for the team.
1: <laughs> Has a statue though. Yeah, which is <laughs> he's crap. Got a statue. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait, <laughs> what? is the statue there yet? I have you, no idea. I uh-huh. think they still have to. I would imagine. I,
0: the, I would imagine it is there because they had like a big night for him last year in March. Yeah,
1: because they are they were retired his number, right? Yeah, yeah. Then they built the statue already. That's okay. right. Yeah. All How right. do you not know this? Would I haven't a been there.
3: <laughs>
1: it's not
0: really something that they. Put in the media. It's yeah. just, hey, we're doing this. And then they did it. And then I think the Canucks no, need there.
1: more statues. I agree. We have two statues and they're just of coaches. Yeah, Which right? like, no no disrespect to them. Like Pat Quinn, obviously most beloved coach in Canucks history. Do you but, think so? Uh, John Tortorella. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the one season of that <laughs> hey, man. monstrosity. Short but sweet. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Anyway. And then Roger Nielsen, who started one of the greatest playoff traditions in all of sports. And yeah, it, that's fair. And, and it echoed one. through all sports, not just hockey. So mm-hmm. I, I can't take any respect away from them. But like, I would really like to see more players have statues. Like how the, I think Montreal and Boston, I think, have like a statue garden almost yeah. outside. So is Toronto. Yeah. Toronto has one too. Yeah, they got right. a bunch. Yeah.
0: I remember because there was this um, tradition of at the end of every Leafs playoff run people go and hang jerseys on the trophies
1: or on the statues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> trophies. Yeah. yeah. Which I, is a lot nicer than burning them. I have to say, I mm-hmm. like that. Cause then a homeless guy can take one, right. And sell it or something. <laughs> Trade it for drugs. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my
2: I do have a Preds question. I oh, just yeah, thought of. For it. Sure. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who do you think is a better Predator?
1: <laughs> okay, that's a bad. One. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're done, Jake. What's the story? You're to get the mode in here.
2: <laughs> no, who, who's a better pret? Uh, Shea Weber or Roman Yossi? Ooh, not a better is, defenseman. Man, I like a, okay. a better pret. The thing yeah, is Roman yeah,
1: yeah. Yossi's career isn't done yet. That's what I mean. But like, so, I
2: think Weber's a better defenseman, but he didn't play the whole time. With here's the thing, though, Nashville
0: for like five years. The team was hecka and Shea Weber. Yeah, and the Kostitsyn brothers like it was Very Whoa. very Sergei, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sergei and Andre Kostitsyn. Yeah, but anyway like Shea Weber was that team yeah. Like he he was the piece that kept them from finishing in the basement for like five years mm-hmm. um, He was the captain. He was the first You know quote-unquote big-name player the Preds ever had um, you know, he obviously Was a, a staple for team canada You know, he won the hardest shot contest nearly every year, put a hole in the net. Like, he was just like a big, high-profile player for the team. Um, As far as, like, impact goes, I think I have to say Roman Yossi. Really? Um, I think although he's played with a lot better teams than Shea Weber had, Mm -hmm. he's also consistently the best player on his team. So he's the best player on a good team, and Shea Weber was the best player on a not-so-good team. Fair, and I think that's the difference. Um, But I mean, again, like you're pitting two the two best predators of all time against each other. So, yeah, if if he if Roman Yossi has eclipsed Jay Weber, it's been you know pretty recently and not by Mm. much. But yeah, as Marcus said though, like we'll see that gap continue to grow as the years go on. Yeah, because I think Roman Yossi is going to be good for for a good while yet. Still,
2: fair.
1: Any other Preds news recently?
0: Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Okay, so on that note, um, I don't know how aware you guys are of this, but the Nashville Predators and the San Jose Sharks are in Europe right now. I've heard. Yes. So uh, Nashville is in Switzerland, and I think San Jose is in Germany, and they're playing like these preseason games that I think are really interesting.
1: Yeah, because they're against like European teams, right? Exactly.
0: So I I can't remember who I think I think the San Jose Sharks played against Berlin. Yeah, San Jose played Berlin and Nashville played SC Bern, which is uh, Bern, Switzerland.
2: Right.
1: Okay.
0: And, you know, obviously I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch the game. It was at like 11 a.m. So I probably could have. But anyway, um, I didn't get the chance to watch the game, but I saw a lot of the clips and highlights coming out of it. And man, this was like the event of the year there. Like, oh, I'm the, sure. yeah, okay. like, well, the, for one, the game was really close. I think it ended four to three. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, it, I, they, you know, they held some players out of the roster. Oh, yeah. Teams. They're yeah. not so going still. full yeah.
1: gas on a European team. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You know, like the best player on, on uh, SC Byrne was Sven Berchi. So, yeah, yeah. You know what?
1: I almost asked about that because I saw he was on the score sheet, but yeah. my mind immediately went, Sven Berchi's on the Preds. <laughs> like, I, I didn't realize yeah. he was playing in, in a European league. Yeah. So, And he got a goal, though. He did. Yeah.
0: So uh, anyway, but I think that whole event was really cool and especially what they did with the Swiss players um, Obviously Roman Yossi's entire family was there I'm sure Nino Niederreiter's t- entire family was there because as man- many people might not know Nino Niederreiter is also a Swiss player mm-hmm. Um, And just like having them involved I heard Roman Yossi give this big speech to his team about, you know How emotional he had become over the whole experience of being able to play in his country with his team you know like I think as Canadians a lot of us grow up and just take that for granted Yeah, but you know the whole concept of, of playing in front of your home and having your you know Your home team cheer for you and your you know the people you grew up with and your family like that's man That's got to mean something real special and and hearing Roman Yossi talk about that experience And like I said, I'm sure it extends for Nino Niederreiter as well But like that's that's a really cool feeling and a really cool idea And I hope that in the future they can they can offer that experience to more players
1: I don't give Gary Bettman a lot of compliments, but this is how you grow the game. This is doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. You're bringing world-class talent to a hockey market that is not in our lifetimes going to have a world-class team, Mm -hmm. right? No team in Germany or Switzerland or anywhere in Europe is going to host a team that can compete at an NHL level. Mm -hmm. But having the NHL go there is and not just play against each other and have like a meaningless game against the Sharks and the Preds, but having those two teams play European teams, genius. Yeah.
0: This kind of extends because even though like those preseason games were really cool and the, um, the people of, you know, Bern and, and Berlin got the chance to watch them play, it goes further than that because the first two games of this NHL season are on Friday and Saturday. Between the Preds and the San Jose Sharks in Europe, I think they're in Prague. I oh, can't remember exactly. It's a regular season game. They are regular season games. Oh, they that's are the first cool. two regular season games. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so the regular season in North America will start on like Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. But and there are still preseason games this weekend for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. But for the Preds and Sharks, they start their season on uh, on Friday in somewhere in Europe. I think it's Prague, but somewhere in Europe.
1: I'm interested yeah. to see the times, because I'd like to try to catch at least some of those, actually. That would be very interesting. I
0: think they're. I think one starts at 11, and the other one starts at 1. I think those are the times.
1: Yeah. A, a few years ago, they had the Canucks play the LA Kings, I believe in China. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the mistakes that the NHL made, it's hard to call it a mistake, but China, as we know, is not a hockey market. It is not a, and it's one that, it's kind of like the international Arizona to me. It's something that they desperately want to be a hockey market just because of the population density. Mm. And if they could sell hockey there, it, they'd make so much money off of it. But the bottom line is, they are presently not hockey fans. The other problem is, both games that were played there were preseason games. Mm-hmm. Neither of them meant anything. No one watched, no one cared. It was, and also they were in like the middle of the night here, right? Or maybe not the middle of the night, but it was like very off time so that no one could really watch it. But that's what I I think that, and I can appreciate that though, that the NHL is seeing that and adapting and improving. And that's something that I feel like we don't really see the NHL do very much of. So it's been nice to see that. Yeah.
0: And again, like, I think that's something that's really important that we shouldn't gloss over. Is as much as this is an experience to draw people into the game and for the fans it's also really cool for the players right oh yeah percent. Like, like we know you know 80 percent or even more is from north america but for those players that are from europe you know it, it is a hard decision for them to make to leave their continent or their country they grew up in and yeah. come to north america to play that's why we see a lot of players who get drafted you know, might not get drafted as high as they're projected to because, you know, they don't know whether they want to make the jump over the, to, to North America. So giving them kind of that like olive branch of being able to go back there and play and still be able to, um, you know, show their home country, you know, what it's like for them. I just think that's such a cool idea. And I'm really happy that those guys got the opportunity to do that, especially for a country like Switzerland, which like the NHL on the top of my head has four notable Swiss players with the other two being Nico or Nico Heischer and Kevin Fiala, right? And they still made the effort to send one of the teams to Switzerland.
2: You yeah, know, it's cool. They should do an outdoor game out there. That would be sick.
1: That, <laughs> I think, would draw huge attention, yeah. except...
0: The logistics would be a nightmare.
1: Yeah, I don't know how many... Oh, well, I guess they have soccer stadiums. They would have places to host it. Maybe not Switzerland, but like other European they could, countries no, they would could easily have find a place to do that. Switzerland, Germany would for sure. They have the uh, Bundesliga there. Mm. They could use one of those stadiums. Just yeah. that,
0: like, like most of Switzerland is mountains,
2: right? So That's what I'm thinking like a game in like the Swiss Alps. Yeah. Oh, I we, thought you
1: meant like an outdoor game, like a stadium yeah. series. No, game, I'm talking like a pond your, hockey game. Do you remember, we
0: had we had a, we had a joke about this like at the beginning of the podcast. Yes. Do you remember that?
1: Uh, it was. Uh, Tyler had some whole idea that they were going to play on the side of a mountain and the ice wasn't going to be even. So like (laughs) one team would be skating downhill, the other team (laughs) would be skating uphill. We'd have Thatcher Demko just like hanging from the crossbar at one end. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no, he had some interesting ideas about that. Yeah, good old days. One thing I have to admit about the stadium though in Europe is I saw the clip that went kind of viral of uh, Roman Yossi saluting the crowd. And he kind of, they did this yeah. thing that was clearly like a tradition there where he yeah. slammed his stick on the ice twice. And every time he did it, everyone went, hey. Yeah, they all hey. cheered, yeah. yeah, it was kind of like. This, That's cool. Yeah. It, but what I noticed about the stadium is the lower bowl was like max 10 rows. Mm-hmm. The upper bowl was like 50 rows. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. But yeah. it looked really cool. It actually created a false appearance that there were way more people there than there actually were.
0: Yeah. It wasn't a very big rink. But no,
1: but it looked like these bleachers went up to the moon. Oh, yeah. It just, it, the, just the way that the bowl was set up looking yeah. at the upper bowl was like an endless sea of people. Yeah. And I, I kind of wonder why more North American stadiums aren't built like that. I don't know. if Well, it's I an, can't
0: imagine the viewing experience is very good at the very top.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess not. Well, it shouldn't be any worse than how it is now. Like if you build it to the same height, but you just make the upper bowl way bigger than the lower bowl.
0: Oh, I see what you mean.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's like NFL
2: stadiums. That's what they
1: do. Oh, is it?
2: Yeah, the like lower
1: bowl's short and the upper mm, bowl's really long. Like the, uh, oh, the upper bowl's massive.
2: Yeah, if you look at uh, it's bleachers, what was it? The Rams just got a new arena. Yeah, and like somebody did a video at like the very top, and it's like you can't even like tell that there's like players there. It's so high up.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's crazy! And it's bleachers, right? Yeah, it's and not it's bleachers. It's seats. not seats. It's just bleachers. Oh, yeah. Wow, that would actually kind of suck. I know. Right. <laughs> that, that's one thing that I have to say. Even we have Nat Bailey Stadium here in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and it's a cool old ballpark, and that's part of its like thing is it's like restored but not renovated the, so uncomfortable yeah the one th- like it looks neat seeing the benches and everything that all the fans sit in but one thing that really sucks about it is that it's super uncomfortable to sit on a wooden bench for three hours and it's also really boring to watch three hours of baseball yeah. so it's not <laughs> a good mix but yeah. they do have the hey all zone or no it's the uh yeah the yeah, neutral yeah. zone now the That's neutral right. zone they yeah. renamed it which That's is clever. neutral vodka yeah. well no it's i think it's stupid because there is no neutral zone in baseball yeah but it doesn't make any sense words. yeah it used to be the hey all porch and now it's the neutral zone but yeah, it, I I've, I've always wanted to sit out there actually so yeah it's cool. i think it'd be cool the tickets are like uh three times the price but it's all you can eat food the whole time you're there mm-hmm. Wait, they have what? like a yeah they have like a barbecue buffet and stuff out cool. there but it's like i think it's like 70 bucks a seat though for a minor league baseball team that'd be fun as like a like a pre-drink or something like that yeah i was gonna say you get like a group of friends though that's willing to go and just oh it's not it's not all you can drink though Mm, no but still like just have a group of friends out there yeah have a nice little bar do they let you bring booze in (laughs) no that would be not a chance
2: they'd make no money but it would be cool
1: yeah. yeah, everyone would just be sloshed. The yeah, most yeah. intense fan base. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that section would be packed yeah. every day. <laughs> I think they should. You know, they have like every stadium has a non-alcohol section. Oh, I didn't know that. They. You, oh, sorry, not every stadium, but a lot of them. Yeah, majority have like of a, them. A, do the Canucks? Yeah, they. You know, I don't know if they do anymore, but they definitely used to.
2: The the section over from your guys' section.
1: Oh, is it non-alcohol?
2: Yeah, it's non-alcohol zone.
1: Okay, well, either way, yeah. So a lot of stadiums will have it, and they brand it as like the family section, right? Because you don't want some blithering idiot who's drunk off his mind just swearing at your five-year-old son. It's
0: part of the experience, though. Like, why are you taking your kid to a... Game, if you're not prepared to have, yeah, I that's
1: agree. No, that's not what I they're
2: agree. going for, though. That's the thing.
1: <laughs> but anyway, my point is they have that fine. You have your non alcoholic zone. You need to have an alcoholics only zone. Yeah. Like mm. people who are just like, they show up drunk. Like right? there's well, a bar in the seats. Well, that's yes. why they have the
0: Larshiders, right?
1: Yeah, but they're not all drunk. Some of them are just really big fans. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I think, yeah, you have the Larschiders, the family zone, and I want an alcohol only zone. You're not allowed to buy food to like help absorb it. Just drinks all night. That's it. That's all you can do if you're in that zone.
0: Well, I support that. But honestly, like if I was in that zone the whole night, I would need, I would absolutely need a break from the drinking because I think I would probably have to leave early. Speaking of breaks, Why don't we head into our break? Uh, Stick around. We'll be right back after another brief word from our real sponsor and our fake one, too.
1: Well, as always, this week's episode is brought to you by Beaver Buzz Energy. Thank you so much, Beaver Buzz, for supporting the boys. We here at Vancouver Boys Studios are all beaver buzzing and this week's episode of the vancouver boys podcast is brought to you by mullets much like scorch the mascot they went away then came back because people forgot how bad they were mullets i want mine back we'll be right back
3: you're
2: listening to the vancouver boys podcast
1: that's her name don't wear it out man we gotta sign this guy to a six by six Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC
0: Saros is the best goalie in the NHL. Welcome back to the second yeah! half of the Back Boys podcast. Yeah! We're back. We're ready for the second half, and we didn't have to just do shots of Jack to keep us awake because it's getting close to midnight again. Yeah.
1: I hate that when I edit this, I'm going to forget that that happened and my eardrums are going to explode.
0: <laughs> no, that was fun. That was great. And there's plenty to cover in the second half. So much. Yeah. What do we cover? What's, what's the
1: first thing? Jason um, Robertson breaking news. Yeah, okay. breaking news.
0: We have breaking news in the second half of the Vancouver Boys podcast because Jason Robertson has just re-signed in one of the most irrelevant uh, for the Dallas Stars. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the m- brand new Minnesota Wild, the Dallas Stars, have just re-signed Jason Robertson to a four-year deal at $7.75 million annual average value. What are we thinking about this one, guys?
2: It, it's a good deal for both parties, I think. Uh, Robertson gets paid, but I think at the end of this contract, he's still an RFA, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I believe so he is. Yeah, so he gets his money and when the contracts done, they still get his rights. Yeah. So
0: it's in my opinion, it's a bit rich, but I mean, it's Dallas, so they don't really have too many other options, right? Like to me, this is very much a keep their heads above water signing. Um, But yeah, this season's going to tell us a lot because I think he's one of those players where he could go either way. He could have last season was his best season ever, or he's only going to get better from here.
2: Well yeah, I mean that's kinda all the young players now. Like you look at Stutzel getting paid with barely anything to show for it. You get uh mm-hmm. Jack yeah. Eichel when he got his contract, like he'd only played like not even two seasons mm-hmm. and he got eight, nine mil, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Like young players are getting paid now. They're yeah. paying for potential now.
0: Yeah. Look at you can even, you know, bring it closer to home.
2: Hughes and Miller
0: or yeah. uh, Hughes and Patterson, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. Both of them got over what was it, six
0: or seven million each?
1: Yeah, they both got over seven.
0: Yeah, right. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy numbers.
1: To me, it's it's just that the term is kind of weird. Like four years at 7 mil, it just, like Dallas d- isn't really a team that has cap problems, but that seems like a cap problem team move.
0: They absolutely do have cap yeah, problems. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. They, they lost, Jack, they lost uh, Klingberg in the offseason.
1: Yeah, I'd uh, freeze up a lot of space. Yeah,
2: but they got <laughs> Sagan and Ben, I think, making yeah. both like yeah, nine, okay, 10 no, million. Yeah, that's true.
0: Sagan, I think, is one of the highest paid players in the league. Yeah, he's up there. And he shouldn't be, but he is. So,
1: Yeah, but I still wouldn't say they have cap or, okay, maybe they have cap problems, mm. but they don't have cap struggles. It's not like they have no money. They have players that are making too much and that's going to become a problem. And it, you could argue it already is, but it's not like they're not like handcuffed by the cap, they're not like at the ceiling.
2: I think this was more of a the Dallas Stars saw him as one good year. Maybe want to give him like a one, two-year deal to so he can prove himself. Yeah, and Bruce. he was like, I had a really good season. Other guys that have had really good seasons like me have gotten paid. I want to get paid. So they found a, a good middle ground.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just, it's weird to me because it's like, you know, this team had a good few years. They did, right? Like they had a good few years. They made the playoffs. You know, Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan, you know, they were in their prime. They did what they did. Now they're starting to hit the twilight, you know, they, and they don't really have any other big names. If Jason Robertson the best player on your team, you're going to have, you're going to have a lot of problems. Yeah. And so adding this guy for the next four years is going to keep your team just good enough to not be bad enough. Um, the other thing I guess you could look at it is, is this a tradable contract? Do you think that they're going to be able to use Jason Robertson as a bit of a trade bait target in the third or fourth year of this deal.
1: I don't see why they would trade him. Also, yeah. seven mil, like that's a that's a really steep contract, yeah. too. Like any team trying to acquire him is probably a contender, right? That's trying yeah. to bolster their roster. Most contenders don't just have seven mil laying around that mm-hmm. they can spend right they're usually close to the ceiling that's the point of being a contender is you are maxed out everywhere
0: well i guess if you look at the fact that the cap's going up over the next few years yeah there is over is the next 3 years i yeah, might add it's supposed mm-hmm. to go up close to 10 million dollars from right? what i've seen so there could actually be some space opening up for people that being said though i really don't think that's what's going on here but it is definitely something to think about
1: yeah maybe on like the third or fourth year of his contract but i think it is safe to say for the next 2 years he's staying put I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, he's going to be a star. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I hope you're right, but we'll see. I think also I'm a little bit biased because like any team in the Central, I just refuse to believe that they're any good. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Very fair. Yeah. Anyway. I don't think there's any good teams in the Central either. Well. Yeah. Nah. Anyway. <laughs> gotcha. So, uh, do you guys want to move on? There's plenty. There's plenty to yeah. talk about in the second half. We yeah. Another keep, signing. Keep the train rolling. Yes, we do. Matthew Barzell. He signed an eight-year deal. Matthew Barzell. I played against him in uh, Bantam. Oh, my God. I cannot
1: hear about this anymore. They played on the ice for like one shift together, and and Barzell's coach went, nope, that's not happening again. Yeah, he was scared. Uh, Eight years. (laughs)
0: 9.15 million. AAV.
2: Wow, this is a rich contract. I'm so surprised he signed this. Are you? I did not think he was going to stay as an Islander. Really? I don't know. I just, the scheme that they played does not fit his play style. Ah, however,
0: the scheme that Barry trots implemented in New York was not conducive to his play style. Yeah. However, new coaching staff maybe brings in a new way they play. Maybe Maybe. they exploit some of, uh, Matt Barzell's strengths. Maybe things get better for him.
2: Yeah. You never know. I, I do think he's worth the money though. I think he's got the skill. Um, I don't think that contract's going to be considered an overpayment or anything like that. I think yeah. he just needs people around him to show his true potential of what he can do. I mean, this is like a $70 million contract, right? Like I'm not
0: into to play in New York, right? So he's going to be a yeah. millionaire living in New York. Hard to turn that down. Yeah. fair. <laughs> but we'll see.
1: He's actually been shown on a lot of scales as very um, comparable to Elias Patterson in terms of point production and like uh, points per game and stuff they're off like their pace that they're on is like off by like two goals over the course of the amount of games that they played
2: oh yeah i would trade Petterson right now for barzell of course yeah anyone who wouldn't is a fool
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know Mockets. you guys are just trying to rattle me no honestly no, no i'm yeah,
2: 100 no, serious i'm 100 serious too
1: there's no not a, no yeah what why
2: just his game style, the way he plays. Oh, yeah. His, he's a playmaker. He's yeah. a
1: scorer. He's a he's every... Oh, crazy. Yeah. It's too bad Pedersen can't make players or score. Wait. Those are the exact two things that he does. All
0: right. We'll keep going. He can play defense. He can throw hits. He has great
1: vision of the ice. Okay. Other than hitting, this is still all Pedersen. He's also a shown playoff uh, player. Yeah. Pedersen's only been in the playoffs once, and that's not his fault. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And I, when he was in the playoffs, he did quite well. So I'm I'm not understanding the argument. Barzell's also
2: a lot more consistent, I feel like, than Pedersen.
1: Barzell just had a terrible season. No, he didn't. His team had a terrible season. Yeah, Yeah, but so did he. he And Pedersen had a bad start, but then it came out that he was injured. And once he recovered from that injury, he went on to still end up with 30 goals in that season. Well,
0: I'm not going to sit here and argue with you anymore about it. If you think Pedersen's a better player, you think Pedersen's a better player. But if I was building a team, I, I think that... Matthew Barzell is a little bit more of a dynamic player, and he's a player that I'd want on my team.
2: Okay, and a, a certified local boy.
0: And he's a certified he local is a certified boy. Local he's a one hundred percent certified local yeah. boy.
1: Yeah, you agree that he's local?
0: Absolutely, no okay. questions asked. Okay, born and raised in Coquitlam, British Columbia. He was, and hey. I played against him in Bantam. Oh my God!
1: Okay, <laughs> put put it this way: you, when you look at their points production, they're very even. So I could see making a case for either side. I'm not going to say it's out of the realm of possibility. But I don't think that one's a runaway favorite here. They are very no, no, no. Similar. not a
2: runaway favorite. But I think I would still take Barzell over Pedersen.
1: That's your opinion.
0: <laughs> the one thing that I didn't really want to bring up, but now I'm going to. No, not, would you? <laughs> would you pay? Would you? Oh. Would you sign Pedersen to the same contract that Barzell just signed? If you put that in front of Bet- Pedersen and he signed it, would you be happy about it?
1: Hundred percent. No. Yeah, I think Pederson's next contract is going to be ten mil AAV. Oh sure.
3: what? Oh he's yeah, not
0: a
2: ten
3: mil player. No think about chance. it. Think about it too,
1: because by the time his contract is up in two years, I believe two more seasons, that's when the cap has already gone up like seven mil. There's no. I think he'll way get ten he mil. over ten. I think no I think he'll yes, get around he ten million, but he I don't totally. think he's worth ten million. No chance. I think he'll get it, and I think he's worth it.
2: I think 8.59. Here, here's the thing.
1: You're also looking at the player he is right now, not the player he could be two years from now.
2: Well, yeah, we're basing it off right now. Well, we have to. We have nothing he else be, to base it off. He could of. be fucking Gretzky yeah, in two I'm, years. I'm, yeah, exactly. Okay, right. I'm
1: basing it off of like his projected career, not based off of what he is right now. I I'm, I'm, don't think I'm being overly unrealistic either. No, it's
2: thi- not overly. Do you think two
1: years from now, Pedersen could be a 100-point player? Yeah. Okay, I agree. I think most players that get a hundred points in a season and can do that consistently are ten million dollar players. Okay, whoa, 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 so whoa, been,
0: whoa, whoa! You said consistently. Yeah. I don't think he can consistently get a hundred points. Also, so you don't
1: think he'll be able to? I'm not saying right now. I'm saying get two years points? from now. Could you see him doing? Maybe in within five years, he gets four hundred point seasons. No. So would you no? sign JT Miller to the ten mil? Miller's like five years older.
2: Yeah, but still, you're saying that somebody that can do 100 points consistently.
1: Yeah, I don't think Miller can consistently. He peaked at 100 points. You know what? We will see
2: because
0: this season we're going to be able to finally see Pedersen at 100% health. Yeah, with good line mates. With the best players he's ever played with. I'll give him this. this Barring future
1: injuries, he has no excuses. I'll give him that.
0: This season will show us exactly the kind of player he is. Yeah,
1: this will be a make or break. Exactly. As it stands right now,
0: 10 million have fun in free agency. Like, 10 million would not be. If he ever
1: went to free agency, he'd be hauling over 10. I think he could be even hitting 11. If, okay. No, 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 no. Wait, now, no. now you're no, crazy. No, 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 now you're crazy. Wait, wait. you think this the Canucks, wait, hang on, you think the Canucks could sign him to 10. You think that's reasonable, but in free agency, where there's teams bidding on him, you think he couldn't get 11? I think 10 million for him would be an overpayment, yeah, right. But you also think it's one he'll get, you I, think in free agency, no, no team would do 11? I I'm not even saying he would take the 11 because we've seen a lot of players now that are taking lower salaries to play in cities they want or on rosters they want to be on, but I'm saying he would receive an offer in the 11 million dollar range if he went to free agency. It's tough because
2: obviously the caps going up, so we don't know what like the contracts going to look like in 2 years. Yeah, it's hard to adjust everything, yeah. but like I, right now he's not worth 11 million. If he went to free agency right now, he would not get 11.
1: I agree. If he goes 2 to 3 years from now, I think he could
2: if he Yeah, if he stays on the projection that people are thinking that he's going to do, he can maybe get 11, but it would be an overpayment.
1: I would agree with that, too.
0: Hmm. Well, you know what? Like I said, we're going to see. This season's going to be interesting, but we will see what will happen with Elias Petterson. However, we've got plenty more to talk about, so let's keep this train rolling. The Seattle Kraken have announced and, uh, I guess, revealed their new mascot, and he is not a Kraken. <laughs> He's no. a troll. What is a kraken?
1: A kraken is like a sea monster. No.
0: Oh. He's not an octopus. He's not a fish. He's not any kind of sea monster. He's a troll.
1: I love it. You no, love it? I do. I kind of do. I won't lie. <laughs> this thing's face just looks creepy.
2: Yeah. That's what I mean. It's not like a family-friendly mascot. Like it's a fucking no. It's a no, cool mascot. no, 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 no. That's no,
1: the no, problem. No. Is you can tell it's supposed to be, yeah. but it isn't.
2: Y- you, he's exactly right. So here's my
0: thing with it. Right? Is they kind of went midway between Harvey the dog and Gritty the monster. Like they kind of shot a dart right in the middle. If you're gonna go Gritty, go Gritty. Go full gritty. Go full gritty. <laughs> go full youpy. Go, go full whatever. Right? Youpy no, Christ! They, they, I keep
1: forgetting about that right? one, man.
0: But they went like somewhere right in the middle. Have you guys ever seen? Delta stars mascot too yeah that thing's a fucking nightmare too but anyway they could have gone that direction it's a nightmare and it's supposed to be a nightmare yes whereas like this thing is kind of like unsettling but not in the way of like you know like Freddy Krueger unsettling like you get with Gritty. No.
1: It's like... It's unsettling like the way that Pixar used to animate human beings where you look at them and you're like, what the... What is that emotionless, soulless thing <laughs> on my TV screen that's yeah. supposed to be for children?
0: It's like the crowd of an NHL game. It's like they're all just kind of there and they're animated to do what they're supposed to
1: do, but there's no life. And you don't want to see it walking around in real life. <laughs> Yeah, no, this troll, it, it freaks. It, it just looks like an oversized children's toy that had like a manufacturing defect. Mm-hmm. Mm. And for, I don't like the
2: colors either. It's all muted and pastel-y. They, yeah, they could have done it better for sure. Of course. Like they could have done like, uh, I saw a thing that they, that somebody said that they should have done uh, the villain of Pirates of the Caribbean with all the tentacles baby Jones? Yeah, I think that's his name. That would have been cool.
1: That would have been neat, actually. Maybe yeah. some yeah. Uh, maybe some copyright problems. problems. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I see what you mean. Like just some sort of sea monster. Yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. The troll. It is a sea troll, from what I've seen. Oh, okay. So- that,
0: that clears up and excuses them of all blame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no,
1: it's it's. I, I do not like it. It makes me upset. Yes.
0: Whatever. I mean. Maybe uh, he'll have a five day lifespan and then get <laughs>
1: canceled
0: Jeez. for killing a police officer or something. Who knows? <laughs> anyway,
2: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Anyway. um. All right. Well, you know what? I think let's wrap up season two with a newly formed segment that I love. I think it's super fun because I don't have to do anything to get ready for it. We basically just tell the intern to go out Find some stuff on the internet, find some stuff in the trolls of hockey history, and uh, ask us questions.
2: So, Alex, the unpaid intern, let's throw it over to you for your trivia segment. All right. So, I've got three categories for these trivia questions. I've got jersey numbers, predators, or sorry, I have four categories, Uh, jersey numbers, predators, Canucks, or
1: Predators and Canucks. Ooh, fun! This sounds very even. Sounds like Jeopardy, almost. <laughs> Kinda, yeah.
0: Okay. Except you, think, you
1: know, except you know about the Canucks a little bit, and I know nothing about the Preds. I, I made the how. Pred ones pretty easy. Okay. Okay. Thank you.
0: So wait. So why don't we each take turns buzzing in? So what, Marcus? Why don't you get the first segment, and you'll get the first answer? Okay. Uh,
2: so wait, which segment is first? Uh, I'll give you the. I'll give you the Predators question. Okay. Seth Jones was traded for what local boy in
1: 2016? (laughs) (laughs) I'm vibrating over (laughs) here. Jake. Christ.
2: Jake, what team did he come from?
0: I'm not. uh, No, I think that's a giveaway. Uh, Well, I guess you could figure it out. Yeah, I guess you'd be able to figure it out, but. I am stunned that Marcus is kind I of a
2: little bit like I thought this was a the thing little is bit
1: 2016 of a was before we were friends. So I didn't care about the Preds at all. Like even major moves that the Preds made, I would not have paid attention to.
0: Okay.
2: It was a pretty major move. Yeah, it was. The guy was making 6 million. He was kind of just hitting the peak of his career. You could say. Yeah. Um, all right, Marcus, come on, man. Shot clock's coming down. I'm going to need an answer. It
1: wasn't Ryan Johansson. It was Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Oh, oh I, knew I knew it! I well knew it! I knew that from the beginning. I just I, I yeah, thought it for was sure, wrong, so sure. I didn't. So it. what? What part gave it away? When Alex said it was a local boy, I yeah. had no clue. Yeah, kind of thought so. Yeah, I had to give you some sort yeah. of a bone. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciated it. Well done. Thank you for the bone. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Uh, so I'll give Jake the canuck question. All right, here we go. Which is a little bit harder, but still on the same level. Okay. Uh, so I will give you. Uh, Okay, so what players were a part of the Luongo trade in 2014? Um, So I will give you the Florida (laughs) side. So Florida got Luongo and some guy named Allen. Uh, The Canucks got a goalie and a forward. And the forward did play for the Canucks for a little bit.
0: Sean Mathias and Jacob Marks. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I, I thought that might Steve, be a little bit Steve harder. Steve Dangle uh, just did the trade tree on this. Oh so yeah. I, yeah I he just he put it. a video uh, on it like a uh, week ago. Yeah. Okay. We,
1: but, we were even talking about the video yeah, last we were, week. Yeah. Oh, okay. But sorry. that
0: being said, I, that trade is like burned into my memory yeah, okay. because I remember when they got Sean Mathias, my dad and I had this conversation about him and my dad was like, Oh, he's going to be such a bum. You know, he's yeah. going to, and then he came in and he was pretty good. Yeah, like yeah.
1: he played two years and he was pretty solid for the Canucks there. But yeah. I heard an interview where he was saying how he thought his career was going to be in Vancouver from then on. Mm-hmm. And like he went to free agency and stuff and he was like, Oh, I'll resign with Vancouver. Never got an offer. Yeah. After playing like quite decently in our yeah. top six for the whole time he was here. Yeah. He but just... they were a bad
0: team. So there yeah. was no,
1: and Jim Benning classically just didn't do it. It was like yeah. the Tyler to Foley thing. He just didn't have his priorities straight and yeah. lost them. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. This
2: one, I am uh, i don't think either of you will get. Okay. Uh, I was so shocked by this. Okay. Um, so for jersey numbers, I've got uh, three players that played for the Canucks. Um, I'm going to give you the first one. Whose nickname was Juice?
1: Kevin Bieksa. Yeah, okay,
2: that's not the question. Oh. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> that's way too easy. Um, <laughs> but it is about Kevin Bieksa. Okay. Kevin Bieksa was known uh playing for the Canucks wearing number three
1: in his rookie season what number did he wear it wasn't four I wish you asked me this about Tanev because that's my cool Chris Tanev fact because I know (laughs) what he wore in his rookie year but I'm
2: just gonna come on and say it I have no idea I had no idea until I saw a Facebook marketplace with BX and this number and I was like what the heck I did some research, and this was his rookie season number.
1: It's some. It's gonna be some weird shit, like seventy three.
2: I'm gonna go with nineteen.
1: It, no, nineteen would have been uh, nasland at the time that. Oh, that's when Bexa came in. Bexa was here at the same time as nasland Yes, they were definitely here at the same time. Okay. I,
2: I will tell you guys, he could also just be wearing number three. This could be a trick question.
1: Oh. I I don't believe that for a second. Okay.
2: Uh, so you went okay. I'll goes? go three. <laughs> okay,
1: I went 73.
2: 25. Oh, okay, I never would have got that. Yeah, was it
1: no, Alex yeah.
0: Biega number 25?
1: 55. Uh, okay, I don't know why I knew that so quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, was, that was really fast. Yeah, uh,
2: okay. Same question, but Ryan Kessler, what number did he wear in his rookie season? Oh, I 23 used to
1: know this. No, that was Edler's number, and Edler was already here. What? Edler yep. was already in Vancouver? They were the same draft and I think Edler oh I think they had the same rookie year. Oh, but Edler okay. always had twenty three, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Kessler, it was a lower number, but no
2: ten. I will give you a hint. It is higher than seventeen, which was his number. Okay. Uh but lower than thirty. Twenty-four. Twenty three. 20. 20? Ah. 20. Damn, what are you going to do? Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> this, this is
2: interesting. Though. I, I yeah. had no idea. I thought that they were... They it is very interesting
0: numbers. hearing these guys' alternate numbers. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh. Okay, now this is the one I'm excited about. Burroughs mm-hmm. was always 14. I was yeah. going to ask Burroughs, but I was like, oh, they probably know that Burroughs only wore 14. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I, I did. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I don't know any of this shit. <laughs> I only
1: know because I've seen clips of his first game in, like, montages, and I remember him wearing number 14 in that, so... So
2: this is either gonna work out really well uh or this is gonna just not make the episode. Uh you guys are gonna go head to head. Uh we will start with we'll start with Jake. Oh God. Uh players who have played for both the Predators and the Canucks. A surprisingly a lot amount. Or a surprisingly (laughs) A lot of them, (laughs) eh? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Uh the Eric Good Branson.
1: Yeah. Dan Hamuse. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. There are a lot, but... Do you already have one? Yep. Fuck. Um, Cody Franson.
1: Yep. Nick Benino. Yep.
2: <sighs> I'm going to have to get the shot clock out here soon, Jake.
0: I
1: know. It's tough, man. Do you have another one? You do? Oh, wait, no. Oh, oh I had two because they both had... Two guys that had the same last name that played for both teams. What? Oh, but. the he, I, I'll give you this. The Granlins. But you yep. had uh, yeah, Michael. We had, M- we had Marcus. And, yeah. and then Weber. We had Yannick Weber. Wait, did Yannick Weber play for the Preds? I believe so.
0: Yannick Weber.
1: <laughs> no, fuck you. That doesn't count. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, Yannick Weber. And then I was like, no, I'm just thinking of Shea Weber. And yeah, then no, I kept going back for and forth. I was like, wait, did he? Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Eh? Yeah. Okay. And then I've got one more that's a total guess, and I kind of think it's not right, but I don't know why I have a connection here. Did Cliff Ronning ever play for the Preds? No. He didn't? No. Okay. I don't know why I had that in my head for some reason. I know he played for the Yotes.
0: (sighs) Man, this is hard. It shouldn't be, though. Well, it's just a bunch of, like, low-level players. Yeah, I can't like think Yannick of any. Weber is a seventh D man. You <laughs> yeah, know, <laughs> there, there like, weren't a lot of blockbusters. You know, Cody traits. Franzen is one of the biggest busts in Canucks history. Like, there's a
2: lot of like, just terrible players. How many are on that list, Alex? Uh, I actually couldn't find a list. Uh, I found like three guys, and then I was just gonna fact check you guys when you said <laughs> names. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for the ones we- I
1: checked, like there was a decent amount. I think we'll call that one a tie. Yeah. Even though I said clearly won. One. I <laughs> think we'll call it a tie. Unless you can think of another one. If you can think of one more, I will I will call it a tie. Otherwise, I won.
0: Well, that's not really fair.
1: Yes, it is. I answered more than you. <laughs> I'm giving you an out. All right. I'll think of one. It'll come to me. Okay. It'll we'll come to you when you whip out your phone in a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah. Well, that uh, does my trivia segment. Well done. Thank you. Um, I will come back with better questions and more knowledge about the questions.
1: That's what we like to hear. <laughs> I don't know. You're what to well say. on your way to a promotion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm
2: trying to think of anybody else that played for both.
1: So wait, the year Yannick Weber played for the Preds, did Shea Weber ha- have to have an S beside his name on a- on the back of his jersey? Because that would be kind of funny if you have like the most irrelevant guy in the NHL. And you make Shea Weber have to adjust the stuff on the back of his jersey. They never played there at the same time. Oh, they didn't? No. Did you know that when Gordie Howe and his sons played together, that they had their full names written on the backs of their jerseys?
0: I didn't know that, no.
1: Yeah. There's like Gordie Howe, like vintage Gordie Howe jerseys when he played for the, is it the Houston Arrows, I think they were called? That was the like WHA team that they played on. And he they had like it said Gordy Howe on the across like the back of the jersey.
2: I
0: want to say Lucas Spisa.
1: Fuck, you're right, too. And oh.
2: Mike, and Mike Santorelli. Oh Michael Delzato. Michael Delzato did not play for the Preds. Oh, he yes, didn't? he did. Really? Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Oh, whoa, 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 Wikipedia. That's still a tie. That's still a tie. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How sure are
1: we? I checked a yeah. couple of sites. I feel like if Jake remembers them yeah. playing for the Preds, they played for the Preds. Yeah, he did. Do you know what year cuz it's not on any of his stats?
0: Uh, I was like 2016?
2: 2016.
0: Cuz Del Zotto was traded for Kevin Klein.
2: He cuz Did he play a game though? Or did he just like was he just on the roster? Del Zotto? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, he played in Nashville.
2: Cuz it says 16 2015-16 Philly 2016-2017 Philly and then after that Vancouver.
1: No, after Vancouver
2: out to Vancouver was St. Louis, Anaheim, Columbus, Ottawa. Jesus Christ, this guy played for a lot of teams.
0: Does <laughs> that, uh, that
2: prove it to you? That's Jordan Tutu.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. That, Are you too sure? That is definitely Michael Delzato. Like Jordan Tutu. It says Michael Delzato in the picture. Also, I'm arguing his point. Do you think I would argue with him? <laughs> Yeah, he would not help me if he didn't have to. No.
1: All right. Well, that Canucks and Preds talk was very entertaining.
0: Yeah, damn. I'd, I'd say that was a tie.
1: Yeah, I'll give it, I'll give I will. You a tie. I will concede to a tie. Yes, okay. I, I will admit to that.
0: Well, we came up with an eight. That seems like a yeah. lot. That's yeah. what I mean, right?
1: Like yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, it is. And you know what? With all that Preds talk, I think it is time that we jump from the rafters, use a banner like a rope swing, and do a triple backflip. Did Cody Franz ever play for the Canucks? Cody
2: friends
0: I know he played for the Giants. That's why I feel like he might have played. <laughs> yeah, he played for the Vancouver Giants and then uh, he was drafted by the Preds. Then he was uh left in free agency for Toronto and then he was traded back to the Preds. And I thought maybe he went to Vancouver again, but maybe not. Anyway, whatever. Moving on. Hit the button. <laughs> This week, we have quite a few questions in our inbox, as usual. So thank you guys for sending all of those in. Um, we'll get to as many as we can, but uh, as as uh, you're all aware, we never get to all of them. No. So if you'd like your question to be answered in future episodes, just try sending it again, and we'd love to answer it for you. Or you can always send us a, a DM straight to our account at Vancouver Boys Podcast.
2: Uh, sorry, I just remembered. Uh, Digis, Digi- Phil DiGiuseppe? Yeah, he played for both teams.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know he was a Pred? The more I
0: think about it, the more I go. Yeah, that sounds well. He, obviously, he did, but oh, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't no have thought of him. Yeah, I, no, I, I, can
1: only think of him with New York. Yeah, fourth line grind. Really? Yeah,
0: I, can, well, Carolina. Well, not really me.
1: fucking follow his career very much.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, to be honest, I only know him in Carolina. I didn't even know that he played in New York. I didn't know he played in Carolina. Anyway, um, so the first question that we'll get to is the Canucks made a lot of cuts in the preseason, as they do every year. Uh, which one has been the most surprising and why hasn't Tyler Myers been cut yet? <laughs>
2: well, Alberts. No. Arinas? I was going to say, are Arsenal? you throwing it back to Andrew no, Alberts no. right <laughs> That's now? What I was thinking Vincent of. Arsenault? Yeah. Okay.
1: That one I was saddened by, but not as surprised because I think he's just someone they want to develop more. Like, I think they want him to be an NHL player, but they just know he's not quite there yet. The one that surprised me the most, though, was Brady Keeper, especially because they had to put him on waivers to get him to Abbotsford. And it's known that the Canucks like him, but obviously waivers is always a dangerous game because you just never know if you could lose a guy. I think we should have waived Myers and just seen if there's a team stupid enough out there to go, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll make some cap space for him. We'll figure something out. Yeah, let's claim him. I mean, yeah, it doesn't hurt to try. Yeah, well, I, I guess it... But again, that goes back to our trade value yeah. discussion earlier. You don't really want to give up anything for a guy that was put on waivers earlier that season actually i'll change my answer
2: um what was the guy's name i brought up a little bit earlier the russian
1: klimovich he's belarusian not yeah.
2: russian oh belarusian yep. <laughs> um just the height that this guy got last season and then just stuff not working out and i thought this season was going to be his breakout that he could you know maybe make fourth line third line and work his way around like uh just because we don't have Like there's kind of set lines, but not really. Mm -hmm. I think I thought he was gonna crack the roster somehow or at least make it till final cuts. Yeah.
1: But I mean he's already been cut, so he he did come very close to final cuts. And I gotta give him this too. He's he's not even 19 yet. He's not 19. No, he was one of or maybe the second youngest player in his draft class altogether. And so he he's about to turn 19. Uh he's he has a lot of time to develop. And I think the hype is warranted because he actually wasn't supposed to be this good now. Yeah. Like they thought he wouldn't be in North America this year. Mm-hmm. And I think there were talks he would be in the ECHL, but he played with Abbotsford all year last year. Mm-hmm. So I think he's well on his way. But again, it's just his development path. He's not ready for the NHL yet. Fair.
0: Uh, Marcus, you are right. He was one of the youngest, but you're one year removed. So he's 19, almost 20. Not Oh, I'm elementary. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, but uh, the, the player that I kind of want to circle back to is uh, Vincent Arsenault. Um, and for me, the reason why I was surprised he was cut when he was um, and whether he was cut at all is because you're exactly right. There is space on that fourth line, but there is no space on the top three lines, right? You're not carrying Daniel Aklimovich or any of the other, you know, higher potential forwards that they have in Abbotsford um, to make space. And you don't want to bring them up and just have them ride the pine either. Right. Whereas like a guy like Vincent Arsenault, you could have him sit on the fourth line, get some minutes and potentially have you see, you know, see those big development years happen while he's in the in the big leagues. Um, But yeah, you know, obviously, like you guys mentioned, he's going to get those reps in uh, the the, in the minor leagues. However, I don't want to see happen to him what happened to Josh Bailey, where he was just like a man amongst boys in the minors. And then when he got pulled up to to play for the Canucks, he just did nothing. So, you know, I think if he had some time just night in and night out to play with the Canucks, he might be able to fit into the roster a little bit more effectively and then make those impacts, um, you know, when when they need to be made. So, that, you know, he, he'd he be the guy that I'm a little bit disappointed that they didn't give more of a chance to.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, we don't really... Our toughest guy is probably, what, Luke Shen, who's playing potentially top-line defenseman. Yeah, which, which is hilarious. Yeah, which yeah, makes no sense. Be. But besides him, we don't really have anybody that's a fighter.
1: No, we it's don't have any. I thought there was a six foot seven monster <laughs> on the back end, but he's a monster. All right. Yeah. He goes to throw a punch and he falls. <laughs> he can't even shoot without yeah. falling. I st- I need to see a gif <laughs> of yeah, whatever that, was, that was. Oh my God. I found it funny. You didn't realize it was him until after either. I yeah. I, I looked up, couldn't see the numbers, saw him yeah. fall and went, that was Tyler Myers. Well, <laughs> I just saw
0: him sliding along the ice and he was, his nose was touching the goal line and his ankles were touching the blue line. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well that's gotta be Myers. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Let, let's, let's move on to another question here. Last week we were talking about players that we thought could, that could convert to d demon. Uh, so this listener brings up the idea of, which forwards on the Canucks do you think would be able to make the most seamless transition to defense? Oh, Their suggestion is Tanner Pearson,
1: but I think that may be more to do with the fact that they just don't want to see him playing forward yeah. anymore. <laughs> I would agree with that. I mean, it makes sense. He's, he has zero creativity, but he's solid and rel- He's kind of like a Chris Tanev of forwards. He doesn't except Chris Tanev was helpful. Um, Forward that could
2: play D on the
1: Canucks. I mean, you all, I think we talked about this a bit last week. We always think of like the Selkie type players. Yeah. Like Bo Horvat's really good in his own end. Plus, he's kind of stocky. He could play the body.
2: Just, I think he's just too small. I don't
1: know. Horvat? Nah, yeah. We don't have a lot of players bigger than Bo Horvat. Like really. height-wise. I don't know. But
2: I, six, I do six, see what you two. mean. Like he plays that. Mm-hmm. Bo Horvat is not 6'2".
0: No, he's not.
1: He's got to be like 5'10". Yeah, yeah, he's under 6'0". I'm looking it sure. up right now.
2: Pedersen's like 6'1". Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, like,
1: Corvatt is. Fuck, I hate this. 1.83 meters. <laughs> I ha- I hate that Wikipedia does that. Two feet is six six. Foot. Yeah, six point zero zero four inches. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but six feet. That's not small for. An yeah, defenseman.
2: no. Maybe I don't know. I I do see what you mean about playing that two way game. I'm trying to think of like an outside the box pick. I wouldn't put McKeough there. Kuzmenko, I know what Tyler would
0: say if he was here.
2: Yeah, he would say Kuzmenko. He would say Kuzmenko. Yes, Which
0: would. wouldn't
1: be a bad idea. Eh, well, I don't
0: think it would. I think the more we see Kuzmenko, the more that will make more sense.
1: What about Pedersen? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, when we did have Canucks access on a few weeks ago, he was saying that Pedersen is our best defensive forward yeah. when healthy, and that shot that he's got, like a nice yeah hard slap shot, the shot off the D. Yeah, the problem I find with Pedersen is from what I can see, he can only really shoot from one place, and that's the top of the circle. Yeah. He can't shoot from anywhere else. And I I love the guy, but that's his only spot.
0: Alrighty, the next question we have here, uh, it says, After the first 10 games of the season, what do you think the Canucks record will be? And just to refresh the memory of uh, fans out there, the first 10 games are Oilers Flyers, Capitals Jackets, Wild Sabres, Hurricanes, Kraken, Penguins, Devils. And that Devils game is on November 1st. So basically, what do you think the Canucks record will be after the month of October?
2: Well, do you guys want to go game by game and see what we think? So when, what's the loss? Sure. Um, Oilers. Loss. I would say loss as well. All right, I'll go win. Uh, Flyers.
1: Loss. Win. Win. Capitals. Win. Overtime loss. Loss. Ooh. Jackets. Win. Overtime win. What's the no, difference? know. We, we don't have to specify <laughs> overtime win. <laughs> okay, uh, win. Two points uh, is two points. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go uh, overtime loss. Wild. Win. Loss, and not only will it be a loss, that'll be the panic game. That's the game where for no reason the whole fan base is going to go blow it up. We lost to the Wild. We'll never beat anyone, even though the Wild are a decent team. Okay. (laughs) I like that.
0: Uh, Well, I'm going to go Lost there, too.
1: And then Sabres. (laughs) I'm going loss. Win. And that's the bipolar game where the fans try to, like, they pretend the last game didn't even happen. And they're like, plan the parade. Okay. Uh, Win. And then I would say the biggest challenge of
0: the year so far, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes on Monday, October
2: 24th. That's a loss, and we're gonna get, somebody's gonna get injured. Jesus!
1: Wow. Going <laughs> so uh, in depth, like, I, you know what? I was gonna, I'm be honest, mine wasn't gonna be very nice either. I was gonna say loss, but like big loss. Like yeah. I'm talking like a four to five goal difference between what we have and what they have. Yeah, I would tend to
0: agree. The Hurricanes look like a good team. Um, I'd say loss there as well, and then the next game's against the Kraken.
1: Bounce back win. When we, if I remember correctly, have not lost a game to the Kraken yet outside of preseason. Yeah. Uh,
0: this is where I would say their first loss comes. I'm going to say they lose to the Kraken in that game.
1: Wait, you th- their first
2: loss? Their oh, fir- no, their oh, first oh, loss, first the first loss to the Kraken. 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 Yeah. Uh,
0: and then their, wow, their home game against the Penguins. It's in October this year. So the Penguins.
1: I would say overtime thriller win. Like crazy overtime, back and forth, three on O's both directions. A total yard sale from the goalies, but somehow they're keeping it out. And Kuzmenko finishes it. This isn't 2018, man. I'm going to go opposite of you. I'm going to go shutout win for Spencer Martin. You think they're starting the backup against Pittsburgh? Yeah. It's a back-to-back game. And who do we play the night before? The Kraken. I think you give an easy so win. So you, you think Boudreaux plays it safe? You guarantee the first yep. win and you throw out the second one instead of gambling. But both.
2: then the whole team rallies around Spencer Martin and they get a W.
1: <laughs> and Martin steals the crease. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, and Demko's. And then we have another goalie hands. controversy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Pretty soon, what, Demko's another Schneider yeah. yeah. an situation. <laughs> What's Vancouver without a goalie controversy?
1: Yeah, you know what? He's not. Yeah, wrong. wow! I cannot think of the last time we haven't had one of those. All right, yeah.
0: and then this wraps up the first ten games of the season. When give it to him with Ryan Lepper and the New
1: Jersey Devils come to town. That's a win. That's a win. And and Quinn Hughes is mad because I don't think they've beaten the Devils since Jack Hughes has played for them. Really? Eh? Yeah. So I, I think that's a win. And I think it's a Quinn Hughes revenge tour. Right. I, I think it's a loss. I think it's a win. And there you go. There's
0: the first 10 games of the season covered by... Marcus, Jake, and Alex, the unpaid intern.
1: This would be an interesting one to revisit after those 10 games and just see what we thought was going to happen because we all had some pretty specific predictions (laughs) in there. We (laughs) were just like, yeah, I might win this one, might lose this one. We pulled out scores. Alex knew when guys were going to get injured. Yeah, Yeah, we we shall
0: see. But for now, uh, that's what you guys get. Those are the first 10 games of the season. And you know what? I think that does it for the inbox section of this week's episode. Unfortunately, without Tyler here, that does it for the whole thing. That's it for this week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast.
1: That's sad. Yeah, I miss Tyler. Such an
0: anticlimactic yeah. end. I know. It Usually feels the like the it's always so funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's that's like the one part that, like, when someone's like, "Oh, what's your podcast like?" Who doesn't listen to hockey? I'm like, "Oh, I'm just skip to the last five minutes. Yeah. And listen <laughs> to that." <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful sometimes. Like. If it's
0: uh, someone that's related to you, eh, maybe stick to the beginning of the show.
1: Oh, yeah. No, you don't show that one to grandma and grandpa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyways, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on YouTube, Twitch, uh, Instagram, and TikTok at the Vancouver Boys podcast. Or if you're looking for something wild and you're looking for all of Tyler's uh,
1: surprise headlines, you can find him on Twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore. We should get him to post something. We should get him to post a headline. Sure. Like, just a link to a news article that he would have talked about. There
0: you go. Why not, right?
1: Keep an eye out for that.
0: Uh, Follow him on Twitter at VancouverBoys underscore for all those kinds of updates. Uh, It's been fun. This is a wrap on season two.
1: It's crazy. Two years of this bullshit. Well, two seasons. (laughs) Two seasons. Well, one and a half, really, because we started the other one in the middle of the COVID season. Yeah. So. So,
3: Yeah.
0: Two seasons of Vancouver Boys podcast in the books. So, uh, can't wait for season three. I know, right? Next week, stay tuned. Some big, big things coming, of course.
1: But anyway, thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Adieu. <laughs> Pardon me? That's Swiss for goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> that's, I love topical. Yeah, that's topical. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Well, adieu, everybody. Adieu. <laughs>